Hey y'all, happy Friday. It's LB. Today is March 1st, thank God. February is over because it was the worst Black History Month of the year. <laughs> Today is March 1st and we celebrate Happy Friday. It's 3.05 the juice. Let's start the show. Woo child. You guys. February was like the craziest month ever. They de- they tried to deport 21 Savage. R. Kelly is facing 10 counts and he's facing um the charges about him not paying his child support. Steve Harvey and Monique went at each other's throats. The Florida rapper Wyan Melly allegedly killed his two best friends. Colin Kaepernick finally settled his lawsuit, but not before being dragged for forever. So that was like a little bit of good news of February. But um, it was it was crazy. So I'm gonna like just dive right into the first uh, topic of tonight, which is the Jordan Woods scandal. They have driven this girl's name through the mud. Now, if you don't know, last week um, we discussed how Jordan Woods at the time Last week, Sunday, actually, is when, like, the stuff, the news broke that allegedly Jordan Woods, who's best friends with Kylie Jenner, that um, she slept with Tristan Thompson, which is the baby daddy of Khloe Kardashian. Um, No one really obviously knows what went down at the party, at the house party that she went to. But um, Jada Pickett-Smith sat down with Jordan Woods today, and Jordan Woods... um, cleared her name so to speak you know some people believe her some people don't but um she went on the red table talk which is um a show that jada pickett hosts on on facebook with her mom and her daughter willow and um yeah so i'm gonna play a little clip the clip starts out with will smith um giving her um a little bit of fatherly advice because um the bottom line out of all this is that there's a child involved. Uh, I'm talking about Chloe's kid and Chloe and um, Tristan's child. There's a child involved and they have a kid to raise and, and they just need to focus on co-parenting for now. And nothing else really, really, really matters. Also, another thing is that uh, Jordan said that people have been threatening her, her life. And that's just outrageous. That's when you got to draw the line. She said that they've been harassing her mom, that her mom can't even go to the grocery store. She said that her little brothers and sisters are afraid for their lives. And they've really been getting death threats. And she said her mom can't even go to work. And it's crazy. So let's start with um, what Will Smith had and when say, alcohol is involved, people need... Hold on. Where is the clip? Bear with me, guys. I just woke up from a two-hour nap. So Will Smith comes in. They Actually, they FaceTime him because he's not... He's not in an actual studio. So let's, let's uh, listen to when Will Smith comes in through FaceTime. Yes. Okay. This is grown woman mess on another level. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hey, Yo, baby. Well, 
I didn't think I'd be coming to the table like this, but it's the best place to be. Hey, listen. That table has mythological cleansing and healing power. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I would have loved to be there. There's a lot of things about our relationship to her family. Jordy's father worked on Fresh Prince before she was born. But I know how hard it was for you and your family when he passed. And I was watching you grow and become a woman and I had a deep sense that we would be here one day. And what I want to say to you is that the world attacks. It just happens. You'll never get around the world attacking. But I want you to know that you are supported and I got you and we got you. Yeah. Oh, so that was a sweet little message that uh, Will Smith wanted to give to Jordan um, while she was at the Red Table Talk talking to Jada and her and Jada's mom. And he's actually on the set filming Bad Boys 3. So that's why he wasn't there. So then from that point... Jordan, that's when Jordan kind of dives into how her family's been threatened and basically her life has been turned into shambles ever since this news broke out. So she starts explaining what happened at the party, um, the house party where the where she allegedly made out with Tristan and they said that she gave him a lap dance and she's saying none of that is true. And... Um, I'm going to play a little clip and then let you guys know what happened after that. Bear with me, guys. Because I am playing this video from the Facebook page and it's just like not. Babe, do you have any fatherly advice? Hold on. Let's see. Eight. Right here. Okay, here we go. Now, this seems completely crazy to me mm -hmm. that anybody says there was a lap dance involved because <laughs> there was no lap dance involved but what I can think as to why someone would say that there was a chair here a couch and another chair got it it's all filled got it so he's sitting in this chair and there's an arm of the chair that goes up about here okay and I'm sitting on the arm of the chair so you come into the party and you look and you see me sitting on the chair. In my head, this is innocent. You know, like, we're all drinking, we're all chilling. There's no way it would look like a lap dance. But I could see why people would say, oh, they're getting cozy. Mm-hmm. Did you have your arm around them? No. Okay. But my legs were, were laying right over his. Got it. Okay, so... In case that um, video was was um, not all that audible for you guys to hear, she's saying that Tristan Thompson was sitting in a chair and she was sitting on the arm of that chair and she had her legs like wrapped across him, but she wasn't like in his crotch area and it wasn't a lap dance. And she was like, I can see how people on the outside would think we were getting cozy or whatever, but that's just not true. The fact of the matter is that she is young and dumb. She's only 21 years old and she made a mistake. She she admitted that she should have never gone to the party. But at at some point, when is Chloe going to um bring up Tristan and all this? Like why why are why are her and her friends gunning for Jordan so hard and it's like, "Yeah, but your dude 
did something that he was not supposed to do. And you guys know what that something is? He actually kissed her. She, Jordan says... And I will play the clip for you guys, but I'd rather just tell you because it's quicker and ain't nobody got time for that. She says that she stayed there until 7 in the morning. And she said that she was drunk, but not blackout drunk to the point where like, oh my God, I can't remember anything. I have no recollection. She was like, no, I was there. We were drinking. I left my car downstairs. I drove myself. So she said, she was like, all right, like I'm leaving to go in my car. And that, that's when he grabbed her and he kissed her. So that's that. So then Chloe basically got on Twitter right after Red Table Talk ended. I mean, like, you guys, literally after the interview ended with Jada, Chloe got on Twitter in three minutes. I just happened to go on my Twitter, like, right after I saw it because I know black Twitter and the internet was about to, like, explode. And here go Chloe t- tweeting, um, you need to stop lying and you ruined my family. I was like, oh, girl. If you think this little 21 year old child Ruined your family Your so called family With that um Dusty dude you, you chasing after Cheating on you every 5 minutes girl And you think that Jordan broke up your family Are you freaking kidding me I was like Wow So Oh my gosh There's motorcycles outside today They're racing Welcome to Miami folks I digress so she goes on Twitter, a Twitter rant saying, you ruined my family. So there's this makeup artist, and I don't think that um, my audience or my followers in particular follow this this type of um, stuff. But there's a makeup artist um, named Jeffree Star. He's he he's he does drag like he's in drag and I I don't want to offend anybody I don't know what you'd call him he's a man who dresses like a woman he's fierce by the way don't get me wrong he's ugly but actually his makeup be on point he's a makeup artist he's supposed to be on point but he actually made a video today and he said that Jordan is lying and that her and Tristan have been hooking up for the past two months and that he's like and don't forget that everybody who's your neighbor is not famous. And he said that he knows that Jordan's lying and that she been um, hooking up with Tristan. So it's just a mess. I was like, wow, this story is like as the real turns. It gets juicier and juicier every week. Like every couple of days you hear something about this um, Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson thing. It's crazy. Now, see, what homegirl need to do is get a squad of girls and just create her own glam team and just shit on the Kardashians all year, all 2019. You know, that I, I'm here for that. But let me not be malicious. <laughs> Moving right along. So the rapper TK that I told you guys about, that he looks like he's 12 years old, not to be confused with YNW Melly because we've talked about him on the show as well. This is the rapper who is who uh, did the home invasion and three of his friends got uh, 20 years or more in prison. And I think he's facing 20 years as well. Um, he did a home invasion and he he didn't kill someone, but it, allegedly it was his um, one of his friends who ended up murdering the owner of the home that they invaded. So how about this little nigga started a gang while he was listen, listen, people. He started a gang in prison. I mean. 
it has rules it's well organized and um this this story broke today okay so listen oh not only did he start a gang but apparently this little boy got some bark in him he actually sent another inmate to prison to prison they're already in prison (laughs) what am i saying he sent another inmate to the hospital the headline says take caught an inmate lacking and sent him to the hospital now listen Aside from that, right, it sounds like he has had quite a day today. So he started his own gang called the Rugrats in jail, okay? So the article says, while awaiting trial on, cap- on capital murder and robbery charges, rapper Tay K-47 assaulted and sent a fellow inmate to the hospital and tried to start a new gang behind bars. Prosecutors alleged and recently filed court documents. Tay K, whose real name is Taymor McIntyre, also drafted a list of rules for the new gang, which was called the Rugrats. The rules, referred to as laws of power, included not snitching if caught in illegal activities, never stealing from a fellow. You know what? Let me just like read the rules because I actually, <laughs> I actually saved a little screenshot of the rules. I could not wait because like it's like these. I'm telling you guys, inmates are some of the most intelligent people in the world. They don't have anything else to do except read books all day long. They're reading they're reading The Art of War. They're reading books like The 48 Laws of Power. And by the time they get out, some of them, they may very well go on to do great things. But most of them just continue a life of crime. And not only like are these types of criminals, it seems like they're, they love to read, but they're also very strategic just in the way they move and the way they think and the way they live. You know, putting together a gang, making billions of dollars and moving kilos, that takes skill. Think about it. So let me show you guys these. Let me tell you about these rules that he made. His gang is called the Rugrats. OK, and these rules, he titled them Laws of Power. Law number one. He listed it in ABC order. Okay. A. Everything you do is to better yourself and your fellow rugrats or your situation. B. Do not snitch if caught in illegal activities. Hold your own and take all consequences given to you. Man, if you kill somebody in front of me, I'm snitching. Okay. Don't put me in it. I don't got nothing to do with it. Okay. My name is Benny. I ain't in it. But if the cops come around and start asking questions, I'm singing like a canary. You heard? C. Never steal from a fellow rugrat. D, never disobey higher rank. E, no hurting or slaughter of children unless necessary. When would it ever be necessary to slaughter children? These niggas, this Jamel Demon the second dog. <laughs> Remember Jamel Demons? That's YNW's uh, real name. Anyway. F, jumped in, you must be jumped in an organization or voted in by the sergeant. G, no leaving unless jumped out or blessing from both sergeants. Finally, it says, love, respect, protect, and cherish your fellow rugrat always. So, this dude just trying to run things in jail. He's like, well, ain't got nothing else to do. Might as well start a gang. <laughs> so, uh... Let me tell you guys what else is what else is going on out there. There's this guy on Twitter. His name is Malik. He's not black. However, the issue that he's actually tackling, and I might actually do a podcast on Monday because it's going down on Monday. 
So this this guy, he's Indian. Well, I don't I don't want to be offensive. Indian, you know what I mean? Like not as in like Native Americans, not like that kind of Indian. I'm talking about the Hindus, the Indians from India. You know the um the real deal let me see if i can find this guys okay here it is okay so there's a guy his twitter is abu yoshi malik spelled m-a-l-e-e-k that's his name and then his twitter handle is abu a-b-u-y-o-s-h-i the reason i'm spelling out his twitter is because on monday morning it's about to go down and this tweet is already going viral i'm kind of like prepping it up because I know it's going to go viral and I want to be like one of the first outlets to shed some light on this because oh black history month might be over in February but we black all year long it's about to be on and popping on Monday okay so let me tell you guys and by the way this tweet got 234,000 likes 38,000 retweets this is just Monday is going to be amazing okay so listen Malik tweeted, my English professor used the N-word twice for educational purposes. He put educational purposes in parentheses. So I chose my analysis paper on the use of the N-word by non-black people so that, I could, so that I could essentially call her out in front of the entire class as my project. I can't wait. I present this Monday. Uh, he's going to film it. Yeah, he didn't say it here, but he's going to be filming his presentation. And it's just, it's going to be bomb. I can't wait. I can't wait. Can you imagine? See, back in the day, whatever you did in class back in my day, I was, I was, when I was in college, um, Twitter was around, but it wasn't popping like how it is now. And can you imagine? This, this could be monumental. Like this, this man could go, this college student can go down in history. He's going to be in future textbooks. (laughs) And this thing really, really, really takes off. Um, but yeah, he's calling out his professor. That's what I was going to say. Back in my day, had I done something wacky in class, nobody would know. Or if my teacher said something that I disagreed with and I had to intellectually tell them about themselves, a hundred thousand people, a hundred thousand people not going to know about it. So it's like, you know, it's, and plus also, I think him taking a stand like that and and um taking on this boldness while in school because a lot of times professors think that they could say and do anything and they feel like you can't say anything back because you don't want to fail the class or you don't have to want to want to have to work extra extra hard just so the teacher won't be meticulous um about grading your paper and give you um a lower grade than you probably deserved nitpicking so to speak you you have you have to be careful and it's important that students challenge um their professors it's important for these kids growing up on twitter now this generation under me it's important for you guys who are listening who are who fall into that category to know that you should always challenge authority respectfully so I, I think this is huge, and I will be on his Twitter at 9.30 a.m. on Monday morning, Pacific time, to see what's going down, because I need to see. We need to know. We need answers, and if, if it's a professor that's going to get checked, put in her place, and she's around here throwing the N-word around all willy-nilly, 
she needs to be put on blast i don't care what kind of um circumstances it is it doesn't matter where you are if you're not black you should not be saying nigga why is that so hard to understand it's it's weird um for some people i guess it's i guess it's cultural i guess it's a cultural thing for some white people um but there's like and and like like if eminem said nigga i wouldn't be mad i wouldn't be mad because he been through the trenches like his side by side people who he like his day ones are all black they're all poor they're all on welfare they're all rappers they had they all had the same experiences so if eminem was to like engage in conversation with me for whatever reason i don't know what planet or what alternate universe that would ever happen on but if it just so happened and i was talking to eminem and he said man f that nigga i'm gonna be like hey f that nigga (laughs) it's eminem but like there's some there's some white boys that uh they just they want to belong in a culture like they want to fit in there's even like hispanic latino people who it doesn't even look right when they say it like they they just like say it so they can feel cool and look cool and 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 you can smell that as a black person you can sense it when it's natural and when it's authentic and that's who they are and when they just like oh like put it on a show like yeah nigga it's like simmer down simmer down little timmy simmer down okay you are from the Hamptons, born and raised. Simmer down. <laughs> so, um, Future. Future hasn't been in the headlines in a while. Future hasn't been in the headlines since we heard about that Haitian girl in Miami who he threatened to kill her if she didn't have an abortion. And now she's just as pregnant as can be. Yeah, I don't know if y'all knew about that. Future actually had a number on this girl's head. This Haitian girl who lives here in our beautiful city of Miami, Florida. He got her pregnant, not surprised. I'm pregnant right now just from talking about future. Like, <laughs> oh man, he be nothing in all the hoes. Um, so future is back in the news again because he went to a, a club, a local nightclub here. Don't know which club it was. I didn't catch the name, but that wasn't like the focus of the article at all. The focus was that apparently he told the people at the front door not to let any fat girls in. And whoo, all the fat girls was was so hot. They were so mad. And I was like, well, in his defense, a lot of clubs in Miami don't let fat girls in. That's just a fact of life. I'm going to tell you guys a story. When I was like 22, I was working. I'm not going to divulge too much information because <laughs> the girl who I'm talking about is probably listening. And if I see her in person, I'm going to deny her three times. I don't know you, Peter. <laughs> um, one day, I was in my early 20s. And my body was like in, of course, I, I was looking fine, okay? I was like a fly. You know, a 20-year-old body don't look like a 33-year-old body no more. But I'm working on that. Yes, Lord, I am. <laughs> With the help of Jesus, <laughs> I will be back in shape before my birthday in August, okay? But listen, so um, the girl calls me. She was a co-worker at the time. And she was like, we're going to go to this club. And we didn't just go to any club. We went to this club that Diddy owned. Like, he had just opened it. And it was a hot spot to be in at the time. Like, back then... You, you think that um, the clubs and stuff are like, what's the word, bougie? Like, back then, it was like, if you, was, if you knew the spot, 
you was in the spot and if you could actually like get in vip like you're that bitch like you are her so i went to the club with this girl now she was african so what i'm trying to say is that her body was voluptuous okay so but it was not in shape at all i envy girls with big titties so i was just like because if i had big titties like oh my god i would wear like the teeniest tiniest crop tops with the deep cut (laughs) v-neck showing off them things okay but this tell me why this girl showed up with like this um white button up top that you wear like on a freaking interview for chili's bro like i was like she was dressed like she was going to a job interview to be a, a goddamn dishwasher no cap and i was like you got big titties for no reason why would you cover them up and then not only that the outfit was not flattering at all in the least okay it ain't nothing wrong with being a big girl but there's something wrong with like a not being proportioned proportional not having a proportional body that's a and b just not knowing how to dress what the heck (laughs) so i'm gonna dress how i dress regardless okay heels and dresses and it's miami it's it's what we do best so tell me why we get to the club and it got like the red carpet those like velvet robes i'm telling you this was nice i can't remember the name of the club but it was like soon as you get off on alton and you make like that first left it used to sit in the cut so so then so we're standing there we're waiting and we're waiting and there's like it's not that that crowded but the bouncer's like looking in the crowd and like he's trying to see who he wants to let in the club and i'm like oh god i'm with a big bitch right now we might not get in here but let's try that's just a miami culture i'm sorry to whoever i offended offended not really i'm not but um so then these three like skinny latino girls passed by they was like they was like mulatto mulatto colored and um so he just opened the rope he's like come in so like i kind of like go behind one of the girls and he thinks that i'm with them so i'm like oh i could just like walk up on up in here then like you know like it's all good but then i was like dang i can't leave the my fat friend so then the bouncer when he was gonna let me in and then when he saw that i turned around like acknowledging that this girl was with me he closed the rope on the both of us this is a true story (laughs) like this is a true story and and it's it's not it's not right but so anyway everybody's like an uproar because future apparently was like i don't want any big girls in here tonight while i'm partying so that was like one of the funny headlines but the point is that if you don't want to be discriminated against lose weight i don't know what to tell you (laughs) so um Anyway, we're going to end this on a positive note, okay? Because with all the news, all the crazy Trump things and the Michael Cohen testimonies and just the, the environment, just um, the, all the stuff that has been happening for the past month or so, what I'm about to um, say is going to compensate for all of that. Because you know how every time something happens, excuse me, when people will be like, Trump is yet again cheating on Melania. And then you'll go into Facebook comments and it'll be like, remember that Flint Steel Hut doesn't have clean water and don't you forget it and forget about all of these stupid headlines. It doesn't matter because people in Flint are dying and they don't have water and blah, blah, blah. Right? Well, guess what, people? 
finally Flint is gonna have clean water starting today today to this day and you'll never guess who is responsible for Flint having clean water you'll never guess Will Smith's son Jada Smith it looks like when <laughs> just when you think the hell is on fire and everything's gonna go wrong Auntie Jada or Uncle Will or their kids come through so basically um Jaden deployed this system and it's going out today it is called the mobile filtration system no 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 okay let me back up because I want to get this right what it is is that Jaden Smith created a mobile filter wait I'm sorry you guys okay he created a mobile filtration filtration system right and it's called the water box it's gonna be this entire irrigation system that's gonna clean the water that they have and purify it so that the people in Flint Michigan can have clean water and don't forget his parents also have this um, water company where instead of it instead of um, providing the water in a plastic bottle they have it in these um, cardboard boxes that are recyclable very good for the environment so shout out to Jaden Smith that's amazing that's incredible that's incredible so that happened today so we'll see how it goes so this week we do have two announcements pretty Ricky the Millennium Tour that's gonna be at American Airlines Arena on May 12th and also, 2 Chainz album dropped today. It's called... What is it called? Oh, my God. Rap or Go to the League. Let me make sure I have that right before I let you guys go. Hold on one second. Yep. It's called Rap or Go to the League. And I heard that Kendrick Lamar killed his verses on, on whatever track it was. They were talking about it today. I mean, the album just dropped today. I haven't had the chance to listen to it yet. But... For you guys who do have time to listen to it, it's Friday. You ain't got shit to do. <laughs> Might as well listen to that new 2 chains. All right, guys. So that's going to wrap up this week on 305 The Juice. Bye.